Alright, go. And welcome to another episode of A Talk of Opportunity. I hope you all are having a great Sunday. And it's not Sunday, it's actually Tuesday. Because we keep pushing back our recording date. Because I can't handle life right now. I think I'm gonna just jump off a bridge or something. You said Saturday, and then that didn't happen. And then you said Sunday, and then I, we agreed on Monday. And then you're just like, you know what, dude? I can't do it today. <laughs> you just kind of like gave up on me. Hey, but we're here. It is a beautiful Tuesday at 6.53 p.m. Uh, in, in Orlando, at least. I don't know if it's raining. I do raining not want you. I, I don't want to hear you complain about fucking crunch after this episode. Because you did it to yourself. <laughs> I know. Right after this, I'm going to just like edit it in. Put it out tomorrow. And then you're going to be like, oh, God, these assholes made me edit an episode literally the day before it comes out. And it's going to sound like and it's and it's and you're going to publish the episode. It's going to sound like it's fucking underwater. And we'll be like, there's nothing we can do. We're just going to have to salvage it. That's probably what's going to happen. Uh, yes, but uh, that's not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about crunch, crunch time in, in, in companies that don't deserve it. We're talking about. The most glorious part of D&D, the mm. part that everybody dreams of, the part that takes absolutely no, tham- no time at all and keeps the game moving forward at all times. Yeah. You, know what I, you know what that is, Andrew? <laughs> it's totally not the part that bo- where where six seconds get stretched out over an hour and a half because people are like, all right, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to mm, hold on a second. <laughs> then like go back to the spell list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you guessed it, if you haven't guessed it already, we're talking about combat. Woo! Now play the music. All right. Combat. Wait. We can't talk about combat just quite. Okay. We need to talk about the other most important thing in our lives. We've made that joke like like five, maybe six times now. It's not a joke. I'm talking about beer. Oh. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> what are you drinking today, Andrew? I'm drinking. What is, what is quenching your thirst? You're, gonna, you're not going to be happy with me. Oh, my God. I'm drinking water. <laughs> oh. only, only because, listen... I started on a diet, okay, and it's pretty severe. I'm only eating like half the calories I would normally eat, and I'm I'm in a perpetual state of hungry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so hungry, guys. Please, okay. uh, please mail, at least mail me some pesto. My mailing addresses. <laughs> at least, at least you're uh, at least you're trying to take care of yourselves. I hate it. You want to hear what I'm drinking, or you don't want to know about it? Sure, go on ahead. It, it's probably delicious. It's TV. Papaya milkshake-inspired sour ale with lactose. All right, take a sip of it, and I want to smell your breath. <laughs> Just like that way I get the... <laughs> it doesn't work that way on the internet. What did you have today? Oh, you had chicken parm. Let me smell your breath. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie? What is it? Stevie's with two V's. Oh, I can smell the lactose and totally. A Stevie? Stevie? A Stevie? I'm gonna call it Stevie. Mm. That is 
peculiar. I don't know how I feel about that. All I know is that Sunday is my cheat day, and it's going to be a hell of a fucking cheat day. Like, I'm talking, like, <laughs> chicken and waffles for breakfast. and like Lunch and dinner. Deep fried pizza for lunch. <laughs> deep- <laughs> oh, man. All right, Andrew, let's get to business. I know you don't have the energy, and you're gonna faint anytime soon. Uh, so, yeah, so we're gonna we get, we're gonna have to wrap this up. I'm already starting. Everything started to go dark. <laughs> the microphone looks like a leg of chicken, of turkey. Ah, Andrew, no, don't bite into it. All right, so we're talking about combat. Andrew, Let's combat. Get what, down what? to business. <clears throat> to defeat the nuns. The or oh, okay. We're going with the nuns joke again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that one I've done like a million times. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right. Combat, 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 combat. Tell me what, what combat is. Com- <laughs> what, what is What, what is, is combat? combat? <laughs> okay, so once there was a man and two men named Cain and hmm. Abel. And Cain's oh. like, you know what? I've had enough of Abel shit. And he took a rock and he bashed his fucking head in. And that was the Whoa. start. That was the start of combat. <laughs> where, and we haven't stopped ever since. Where God said roll initiative, and Cain got a surprise round and did sneak attack damage to fucking one shot at Abel. <laughs> we roll a crit. <laughs> so that's just, so that's just the, the the history of combat. Okay, so combat. <laughs> yeah, a brief history of combat. Ever ever since there's been two warm-blooded, not even warm-blooded people, ever since there's been two living things in a single biome, <laughs> there has been violence. You want to talk about the history of violence? <laughs> anyway, yes. let's uh, talk about the no, I'm just kidding. All right, combat in D and D specifically. <laughs> The history of violence, billions <laughs> upon billions of years ago, <laughs> in the mitochondria, where the cells fought for power. Anyways, oh yeah, so combat in D&D is one of the three pillars, quote-unquote, of D&D. The other two being exploration and, uh, I almost said socializing, role-playing. And it seems to be, especially in 5e... The one pillar that they've put the most emphasis on, kind of, a little, a little bit more than the others. I could, I could agree with that. Yeah, well, definitely a lot but, more than exploration. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I don't think it's as bad as 4E. Because no. 4E was like a whole like video game engine type stuff. 4E was. 4E felt like a weird. I want. I, I almost want to say like like alpha, of like five e where they're like trying some things out. Like okay, no, we're not okay. We're not doing dailies anymore or <laughs> you, anything like that. Are you are you, te- are you telling me that the ND the Wizards of the Coast did a, um, chipped out a broken game and patched it? Yes. <laughs> wow. A lot of people are gonna uh, disagree with you. Well, I mean, I mean, four E did some things right. I really like the minion rule in combat, but uh, but in terms of like its combat, yeah, it's really bogged down. However, we're not talking about four E. This is not that podcast. We're not going to be bitter old men complaining about stuff that happened yesteryear. <laughs> Back in my day. Yeah, we're going to be talking about actual combat. So in three point five. 
how combat works. You roll for initiative, and then you just hope to God you don't fucking die. <laughs> and every round, you just you just thank whatever god your character prays to. Yes, and you- then you also... You also make plans, and then by the time it gets back to you, the plans are obsolete now, and, and you have to. And and you hope to God your character does not step foot in a puddle because they will get infected. Like <laughs> that's how that's how three point five e works. <laughs> oh really? No, maybe. Oh okay, I'll think. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if you if you spend uh, X amount of rounds in a puddle, you get uh, athlete's foot. Yeah, for, you, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you get you get trench foot, and if it's something that's like oh you. You were you were going through like some some like razor vines earlier. You have a cut on your foot, so you had to make a Constitution oh. saving throw to make sure you don't get infected. But, no, before that you had to make a perception check to see if you uh, realize that you have a cut on your foot. <laughs> I think you would know if you have a cut on your foot. You can feel it. So sometimes you don't know when you're like. Remember when we used to play uh, airsoft? Fucking run through the jungle and then you get out and you're like yeah, yeah, and then you look at your arms and it's just like a fucking. Like, well, well, that's, just, well, that's your arms. I don't give a crap about my arms. I can I can tell there's a cut on my foot because I'm putting pressure. Anyways, we're getting <laughs> we're getting off off track here. It's only been it's only been ten minutes, and we're already uh, talking about nonsensical things. Okay, so combat in five e. It's pretty it's pretty simple. It's just two parties or two entities. They duke it out. They roll initiative, and then they swap blows with using right. their abilities or attacks or spells or what have you right a lot of people seem to forget um about the uh surprise round which is something i really like to use um it's always something well uh, well i'm just gonna say it (laughs) if i if i really want to be particular i mean i'm always like okay stealth (laughs) <laughs> like that's, that's why I always ask, like, like to have your guys' AC, passive perception, and something else. There, there was something else I, I wanted to like marching always, orders. huh? Marching orders? No, well, maybe marching orders, but always something that like I wanted to have like, like next to the screen, so I know, like, okay, I have to beat this guy's passive perception. Oh God, arrows are coming out of the woods! <laughs> like you never <laughs> seen it coming, <laughs> you know. And now you guys roll for initiative after you take, you know, 3d12 piercing damage from the goblin arrows. Um, But the one thing... Okay, so everyone knows... Anyone that knows anything about D&D kind of knows how combat works. Like, that's not what this pod... That's not what this podcast episode's about. We're not going to explain, okay, so what's initiative? No, we're not going to be... We're we're not... Shit. No, we're not going over initiative. (laughs) Three pages, three pages of notes about this explanation of how combat works. <laughs> the etymology of initiative. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Initiative comes from the Galatian word initiativa, <laughs> which, may, which means to take charge of. I have no idea. <laughs> I will believe that. I believe that. Yeah. Um, no, the problem I have with combat is that unless... It's weirdly one of those aspects that you don't think would be would be a lot of work. Like you just think, okay, combat, just let the dice do the talking. Right. But it can very quickly like like a DM can make the most mundane like fight. Like like a DM can make a street fight seem exciting, but another DM can make a like sweeping battle against like a red dragon boring. You know, 
and it, it really all it's and it's like like I know I know I've always said like I want more role playing and more exploration but that's only because I'm afraid of how much work goes into combat <laughs> because there is because combat is really where like the rubber I feel where the rubber meets the road in terms of DMing because it's like you got to be firing on all six to really make like oh like yep. a memorable battle happening yep you know I agree I, I agree 100% with that because I feel like a lot of people forget that they 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 go into a Final Fantasy swooping like you know you're walking into the other overworld and yeah all of a sudden the glass and now and, and I was just now, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and then it turns into it turns into like a and, and I've done this before too but it just turns into a okay you guys go now they go now you go now you guys go now you guys go and it's like the hit. worst you feeling because I'm like ah why is this first of all why is it taking so long and also why is it not exciting? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been there a million times because I catch myself doing it after I'm done with it. And I feel that's, that the point that you just said is that people, I feel like people do forget that just because you enter a combat encounter doesn't mean that all the other rules of D&D disappear. Mm-mm. They're all there. They're role playing. They're using um, uh, the, the extra actions, the, the, the talking. It's not just like kill them all and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a, a, it's everything. It's still it's still D and D, but uh, me included. I, once 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 you say uh, roll for initiative, it becomes a turn based JRPG. Yep. For a lot of people. And I think I think it's really important to reiterate what what we said in the last episode. D and D is very much not a video game. It right. is not a turn based. Like okay, we'll let the stats do the talking. Like no, there's still. There's still gonna be things happening, like like there. It's weird because what's it? Re, Teresa was rewatching Game of Thrones yesterday for some fucking reason. I don't know why. <laughs> she wants to be disappointed again. I guess I'm like you knew what what happened, anyways. And and there and we were and we were rewatching, um, the fight where Bronn defends Tyrion in the trial of combat in the Airy. Mm-hmm. It was like the very first time that Bronn fought for Tyrion, and I'm like. This battle's a lot more exciting in the books because you don't see everything happening. Like, like you know, the way, like, George R. R. Martin describes it, it's like, oh, he, it's like as if he's fighting a man and, you know, encaged in steel. Like, he can't get a hit on him kind of a thing. And it's just like, it, it creates, like, this really good imagery. No, Steam, go away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Steam's like, you want to log in now? <laughs> you only had the computer on for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but it but it really it really like kind of forces the DM to like okay, I really need to crank up the narrative so that way so that way the pacing doesn't become okay, he hits. No, okay, right. he miss. All right, right, he hits. You know, and it's just right. and I personally and and we we're all guilty of it. Well, I'm not going to say that we're perfect and we know we've cracked the code on how to make combat exciting. Andrew, I'm perfect, and I cracked the code on how to make combat exciting. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're not supposed to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Anyways, but I mean, there's there's nothing there's nothing more to me disappointing as a DM than like, oh man, I, I this combat's gonna be so cool. Like I've planned it out, and like you're like round six in, and everyone's eyes are kind of glazed over. Yep. And you're like, okay, let's just have the HP for these monsters so we can just kind of get the yep. show on the road, you know? Yep. 
so so what are some so, so what are some of the things that you can introduce onto into your combat that will make it either uh, more dynamic or more entertaining to make the time pass faster because let's be honest especially if you're if you're doing roll 20 like sometimes when you're rolling so many dies roll 20 is just shocks along and, and it takes even just rolling the die takes a while right not even like the whole like what are you gonna do what, what is gonna be your action none of that stuff well so I, I i think i think for it's really important for you as a dm to remember small details about your players specifically so like for instance you have let's say you have a a monk and a fighter okay and it's a strength-based fighter he's wearing heavy armor and like a shield and whatnot all right uh an orc attacks each of them like there's let's just say there's two orcs and they're each fighting their own orc all right the orc misses both the fighter and the monk but if you don't just say you miss like you have to think okay how did that orc miss and and it's like well the the monk is going to have more dexterity so naturally he's going to be dodging it and because this monk is right. probably going to be like flipping over it and doing like acrobatics and whatnot right. or or sort of like martial arts kind of you know kind of move so you need to narrate it as the yeah as though and if and if it's something that's like your ac's 18 and it hits a 17 you need to describe it as like oh you feel like the the wind ru- of, of the blade rushing as it misses you as it just like like shaves like a little bit of your leg hair off but then uh, inversely if it's the fighter with the heavy armor okay they have an 18 ac because of the armor not because of their dexterity so maybe the so maybe the attack lands but it doesn't hit anything vital so so then you would describe as like as like the orcs battle axe like like glances off your pauldron or something or like or like it strikes your like breastplate but you just kind of like you know you just kind of sit there and laugh in heavy armor. <laughs> or, yeah, or, no, that's that. I think I feel like that's a good point because I, I try my best to like remember like, oh, Orin is very tiny, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or Warforge is very tough and can't feel things. Yeah, you know, like you know, the orc uh, is very ugly, like that kind of stuff. Like just just to like add a little bit of flavor to each one of those blows. Yeah, and 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 I mean, it gets it gets a little difficult when. You have classes like the Barbarian, where it's like your AC is your constitution, so it's like you're just taking the hits even though you're bare chested. So I guess I mean I guess I guess it's something that's like in his like rage filled adrenaline, he doesn't feel the pain or some crap like that. Right. I mean, you know, so there is it's it I it's not to say it's not challenging, but there's still there is still ways to make it um exciting and yeah. and and to keep and to kinda of keep the pace like up. Um, and I think, I think another thing too, that would, that makes combat a little bit more intriguing is to allow movement within the range of your enemies because attacks of opportunity, the, the rule for attack of opportunity is that if you move outside of the range of your enemies, then they get the attack of opportunity. So if you're still within that five feet reach of them, you, you're, you're fine. So, I mean, it's like, if you ever watch like an actual, like, not an actual fight, but if you watch like a fight in a movie, it's never two guys just like, you know, swapping hits, you know, unless, (laughs) unless, unless it's something like the last fight or like the, the last fight against Higgs and Death Stranding where it's like, that's that's the, that's the drama because, because they're both at like three HP and they're rolling super low. Like, you know, in, in which case that's, that's a different thing altogether. But, 
but normally they're going to be like sidestepping and fainting and stuff like that, especially right. especially if you have characters with high dexterity. Which I mean, personally, if I was a DM and and it was like you you have a dex you have like a dexterity based class or something like that, and I say the attack misses, I'm like, okay, I'll give you. I'll give you a free five feet as long as you don't move out of the range of whatever it is you're fighting. The, the enemy, you, you know that that way. That's a, that's that's a that's a good work. I I like that. I might I might use that. I mean that that way it's like okay you can kind of like maneuver you know so it, it could be something that's like you're not facing the cliffside but you want to push this guy over the cliff. Okay, so you dodge his attack. Oh, okay, you move a little bit five feet and like okay you just keep moving a little bit more then you fucking kick him off the cliff edge, you know. <laughs> But then there's tension, there's buildup, you know, there's, yeah. there's it, and like the one thing, the one thing I notice, and it really bothers me, is that there's a lot of people, and I, I'm not entirely sure if, if it's just like people are unaware of how attack of opportunity, attack of opportunity works, but it's like, okay, I'm attacking this guy, that's it, I'm locked in, I don't move, you know, I'm locked in, and, and it's just like, that kind of that's like half your turn right there if yeah. you don't you know if you don't move i mean you could still maneuver you could still move through the opponent that's yeah. not gonna and 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 i would say even if moving through the opponent or moving around the opponent if that if that does give an attack of opportunity rules is written i would hand wave that that's fine <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna uh, no no you know you got you got to have a little bit of you know yeah you gotta have a little something there, you know. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I got, I, I got a couple of notes because I took notes this time. Right. Okay. All right. Oh, so oh. here's the first one. You I have, have notes too. Hold on. Go on. Okay. So one of the easiest thing you can do, and 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 and, and I, I think I've done it a couple of times, is stagger the fights. What do you mean? You know stagger what I mean? The fights. So the party, you know, encounters a group of kobolds. And yeah, we got it. It's three of them. <laughs> and they start attacking it, right? And they kill one of them. And as soon as the first one goes down, oh, two kobolds just showed up above you. Oh, yeah. You know? And oh. then and then they keep going, oh shit, we very slowly getting surrounded if we don't like take care of this. You know what I mean? It's not like and I, I fall prey to this. It's not like, oh, the this, there's a cave and there's five enemies, all of them are in the center of the cave. Yeah. You know, like stagger the enemies, let them come, not all at once, but like they come from different rooms. And I know sometimes it's when, you, especially when you're doing a module, because you're trying to keep track of everything that's going on in, in the dungeon, mm-hmm. per the book, it's kind of tr- hard to keep track of their movements. But just pull those tokens in, just just bring them in. Yeah. You know, very very slowly. It, it will it will. The, the goal is to take the cuckiness of the players and crush it. Well, you it's because they're. Li- no, sorry. Go on. Finish your thought. No, I was just saying, like, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I was just saying uh, that it, the, 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 I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah, it just, it just, <laughs> no, me, I got on my, like, my, under my chair and pushed me. Oh, okay. It's just my, kind of yeah, but, um, but I think, I think you'd kind of touched on a pretty good thing. And that's the fact that, like, y- you still have to face ramifications and consequences especially especially in combat because it's yeah. something it's something that's like okay let's say you're in a stereotypical like goblin hideout and you come across mm-hmm. like a table of goblins and they're and they're playing poker i don't know why goblins playing poker is like my <laughs> go-to scenario but still 
<laughs> you know, and so and so the the wizard's like, okay, I got this fireball. <laughs> okay, well right. that that fireball, the, the explosion will make a noise. It's not like a, it's not a silent movie. So right. so you're definitely going to be alert, even though the spell does not say it makes a loud explosion. It, it is an explosion. It, it's a fucking explosion, exactly. Right. <laughs> so 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 people. People probably outside of the Goblin Hideout are going to hear it. So people within the Goblin Hideout are definitely going to hear it. And it's it's an it's an important thing to remember that even low-level enemies are intelligent. They're not just going to like fumble through the door like spilling out. Well, they might, but that 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 could be like its own thing. Like maybe like right. your cobalt scenario, like a flood of cobalt, and you're like, oh shit, we this is right. a lot more cobalt than I thought it was going to be in here. <laughs> but but that's hold on, I'm trying to interrupt. But that's another thing too, as well, because you said it. Most creatures are not dumb, and and this is something that we a lot of us fall, fall pry uh, pry uh, fall prey to is, oh man, the battle is going. It's been 45 minutes. The party already knows, like, you know, they're, they're going to kill these dudes. Like, what the fuck? Monsters, two things. Monsters are not dumb. Most of them will not fight to the death Mm-mm. unless it's something very crucial, like their kids are in danger or something like that. Like like, like a human. Yeah. Like, they have that, that, that even in real life, like, the predators, once once the uh, once the creature that they're hunting down is too much of a trouble, they just leave it. Yeah. Like, fuck that. I mean, situation. Like, it, it's, it's completely okay for, like... Two goblins after the party killed twenty five of them to be like, uh, nope, fuck this shit. They don't pay me enough for this, and you just walk away. That does two things. First of all, it makes it it makes the battle more dynamic, because it um, Chris, can you close the blinds? Um, because um, they they look outside and they, they growl. Stop. Uh, it makes the battle more dynamic, um, because now it's not just like oh we killed them all like we were supposed to. No, there's like oh shit they. They're, they're scared of us, you know? It makes the players feel really good, and then they run away. Mm-hmm. And you can develop that into something else, like, oh, they're going to follow them and kill them. Maybe they're leading them into an ambush, that type, that type of stuff. Yeah. And the second thing is, it makes the last killing those two last, like, uh, makes the last bit of the battle just go by way faster because you don't have to go, oh, it's your turn. Oh, you miss. Oh, it's your turn. Oh, you also miss. Oh, it's a turn. Oh, you hit. But it's not dead yet, so we have to go again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It takes down two enemies at once just because they got scared. So it makes the forty-five minute battle maybe down to thirty instead. Oh yeah, and there's and, and there's been plenty. I mean, it, you really have to think about it. Like there there might be some moments where you're DMing in combat, and you just have to stop and think, how would I react to seeing mm-hmm. this? You know, mm-hmm. and, exactly. and and honestly, it just just describing the change of mood. And and combat can make all the difference in the world. I mean, like I don't. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to toot my own horn, but here we go. <laughs> um, but it's like oh, here we go. No, no, no. Here well, we go. I, I mean, I mean, think about it. Okay, so I want you to remember how different it felt killing a vampire spawn in Velaki versus killing the vampire spawn outside of the Amber Temple, where it's like where it's like the vampire spawn in Velaki were like cocky. And like, okay, you're the prey. Oh no, I got overpowered. How could this happen? Yeah. Versus the vampire spawn out outside the Amber Temple, where it's like, no, you are fucking murdering these people. Like this is a slaughter. And it's just like, and and like I I I noticed that like people were kind of reveling in the bloodshed. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm like, that, but that's kind of the point. It's it's kind of to show how much you guys have progressed Progression. and stuff like that, and how the same monster five levels ago 
was like a threat, and now you guys are just mowing him down. But I, but yeah. I, outside of that, I, you, you, you touched on something really great where it's like, yeah, there, there are probably going to be traps in the enemy's hideout, and they, it would, <laughs> it's like, why wouldn't the enemy be using those traps on you by any means? No, well, not any means necessary, but it's like. Oh hey! Oh no! Let's run away! Right. And and I hope I hope they don't follow us into the secret vault <laughs> that we have down here. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's 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 man, and I'm gonna say it again because I fall prey into this. It's like we just we we tend to boil it down to like oh you hit oh you didn't hit mm-hmm. oh next turn you know like and, and it kind of sucks because there's a lot more in it in the basic player's handbook there's something that even I, I and i'm pretty sure my players keep forgetting there's a shit ton of cover and shit all around the maps yeah exactly you know? terrain everybody forgets about terrain but that's totally yeah. a thing and and and, and, and i want to i want to give credit i mean it might be the fact that like i don't describe it enough or whatever but but it, as a player feel free to always be like, hey, is there anything here that I can take cover? Or, hey, is there anything here where I can get on top of to get advantage on, like, a, a drop? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the map is flat, but that doesn't mean that there's not... If it makes sense to be there, it is going to be there. Yeah. Like, like You know, if you tell me if you tell me you want to get on... If, if there's, like, a, like a high uh, rock so you can get on top of it, so you can, like, calm down, you know, the double knives and kill this dude... I want to allow that because that's fucking cool. I mean, anyways, I terrain mean, is very important. It, oh yeah, ter- ter- I mean, you get if it's if it's like a bar fight, you know, like a like a good old fashioned tavern brawl. Like you use your attack action to kick a chair into a guy. Okay, that dude staggered. He's going to like lo- he's probably he's probably going to fall prone. You know, if we're going by mm-hmm. rules or something like that, or he's like right. probably going to like lose his next turn if he like well, fails a next save or something if, like that. Even even like you don't have to, we don't have to worry about rules and and in reality is 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 quote-unquote theater of the mind like does it make sense that if a if a guy gets hit if a commoner gets hit by a table do they go down yes if a troll gets hit by a table does it go down maybe not you know what i mean like it's i mean keeping keeping the keeping the what's it called the this not a story the well yeah the story going it's combat is not an encounter combat is Something that happens because of an encounter, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I completely understand where what you're getting at. Like, you know, it's, I, like, like going back to the care, the, the, the chair kicking thing. Like, there are rules for improvised weaponry, you know, and right. that's where you just okay, yeah, you kick. Okay, what's your okay? So you're going to be using your strength, presumably, because you're going to be kicking the chair at the guy, and he's going to take X amount of damage because you fucking kicked the chair at him, you know, and. And it's 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 also important to remember, just like what you said earlier, that just because combat happens does not mean the rest of the rules just kind of fall away. Right. Um, like what what if you're in that like perfect scenario of there's a gelatinous cube and it's slowly coming up to you, and you guys you guys are way under leveled to be fighting this thing. Okay, well there's a room behind us. We've never we've never been in there. Okay, so now we're going to be mixing combat and exploration. Like you guys have X amount of rounds to find a way out before right. this thing comes right. and you know eats right. you. So yeah, and, and, and simple things also. And, and I, I've done this, but because the book told me, not because I came up with it. Uh, like the, the campaigns, but like simple things like, bro, you're in somebody's uh, uh, fortress and you're in battle. One of those guys 
probably smart enough to go to the next room and call for backup. Yeah, exactly. If you're you know? if you're in any sort of like camp, battlement, hideout, whatever, you, it's it's pre- it's pre- pretty much safe to assume that there is some plan for getting backup. Like there's an alarm, or somebody has a right. horn, or someone's just like. Oh God, help! <laughs> you know, like runs off into the other room or something. A cry like of that. desperation. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that kind of it, and it sort of reinforces the idea that like you don't have to kill everything when you're in combat. Like sometimes combat is just oh God, I accidentally tripped the alarm. Okay, uh, we got to kill this guy before he runs against the other guards. Okay, now stop killing. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know. Right. Um, and here's here's the thought process that I have for you, a thought experiment. You you enter a dungeon and, and, and you see you know you, you describe to your players and you know, oh the goblins, you see a bunch of goblins and then the goblins just snatch their weapons and then they 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 uh, they um, what's it called they, um, they 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 scream a battle cry and they charge roll for initiative. How can you make that better? How can I make that better? Yeah. Hmm. Before before the battle even starts. I mean, I would probably... I would probably describe, like, okay, how are you guys, like, entering the room? Like, is it going to be silently? Are you guys going to be kicking down the door kind of a thing? And so right. if it's silent, like, maybe, maybe as you're sneaking up on these goblins, you kind of hear them, like, swapping, like... Like kind of like war stories, kind of a deal. <laughs> like, oh, I caught a fish and it was this big and stuff like that. It's like, no, you fucking, I was there. You did, you know. And, <laughs> right. But, but then, but then, if it's like, um, if it's like you guys kick down the door, like, like someone literally kicks the door and just poosh, like reduces the splinters as they as the goblins were eating their meal, and there's like a second of silence as like you hear like a fork clatter yep. Yep. <laughs> you know like you, you really it, you really have to set the mood of what yep. you want to go for well, and i think I, I think you hit it right in the head is that give give the story just a little bit of breathing time before fight starts mm-hmm. so you can give the players a better uh, or, or more options on how to proceed with the encounter and also you know like like uh, hold on before like oh, like going back to like the the example i gave maybe perhaps instead of just reaching uh uh snatch, snatching their weapons and doing it the, the 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 battle cry maybe perhaps change it into something about like the goblins start approaching their weapons you know what do you do yeah exactly don't don't forget as a dm you have absolute control over pretty much everything about the game like you can slice time down as thin as you want so it can be something that's like like it you can either describe it as oh the goblin snatch a weapon and start like firing bolts at you or it could be like like you know oh you see the like like the what's it like like their eyes like kind of like zero in on you and stuff like that as they slow and like uh, or as your eyes perceive it like start reaching for their weapons and like you know you can see like the fierce intent in their eyes to cause harm and that's when you okay wait a minute maybe we can defuse the situation which right. which I'll, I mean it's when you're in combat you also want to incorporate the other pillars in there as well like because it's alright if you're a level 5 party and you're going up against an ancient dragon. 
that mentality of everything we encounter must die needs to go out the door real quick. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless you guys like making more characters like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I mean, because they're, you still have all of your skills, you know, you still have, you still have persuasion. You still have intimidation. I don't think you're going to intimidate a dragon, but you know, but I mean, you but, could try. Yeah, exactly. You still have all your charisma rolls. You still have your intelligence rolls and stuff like that. So you can see so like, wait, 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 I'm going to use my turn to try to like smooth talk the dragon into maybe letting us go. I'm like, okay. You know, yeah. I mean, to be fair, you're not in its lair or anything, so you might be able to talk your way out of the situation. Let's see what you roll. Okay, you roll high enough. Like, you know, I, you, you might do the whole like, okay, what do you say thing? You know, to kind of like, kind of get the, like a conversation going, like a dialogue. But it's like, okay, you can walk away from this mostly unscathed. You know. Right. There's right. there, there, there's going to be one guy that's going to try to take a swing at a dragon and they get fucking <laughs> misted, <laughs> you know. But still, yeah, so so yeah, you can you can definitely like slow down time as much as possible, but by the same token, you can speed it up as much as you want. Andrew, how many times have you been in an encounter where like there is I don't know. It started with twenty five zombies, and now there's only three left. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. Let's let's talk. There, there's there's three there's there's three left, and zombies don't usually back away because they're zombies. So you have to kill them, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, shipping away at a stupid zombie's health, and like it makes it, it drags it out. I I, t- I I I read this online, but I will make it essentially into a like. Uh, once it's obvious that there's no way that they can win, I mean, that the zombies can win. Just be like, oh, and with haste, you dispatch the last three zombies. Boom. Yeah. Or saves or, you saves you saves you twenty minutes of of of, of rolling for or something that's obviously going to happen. <laughs> with haste. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, there. But you can also do something like, are are you familiar with the minion rule in four e? Uh, yes. Okay, so Basically. something like that, where it's like, the stat, all the stats apply for the enemy except for they have one hp and so they're still gonna have their ac so if it's like something like a 20 ac you still have to roll pretty high to hit but they got one ac so if it's something that's like if first of all if you're if you look in the monster manual i think like a zombie has like something like 30 hp which i mean for like a high level party like 15 and up 30 hp is nothing you can you know a meteor storm can wipe out God, a fucking football field of zombies. Now that I think about it, I, I, that, that might have been overkill. Um, but but I mean, if it's like a if it's like a level, it's like a like a level five or like around there party. Thirty HP is like almost around too much of combat. Like you know, right. you want you you want to have something that's that's like I said, it's dynamic. So the appeal of zombies, especially zombies. I'm actually kind of glad you touched on zombies. The appeal of zombies is that they're not dangerous as a whole, but in... I mean, they're not dangerous as, like, a singular unit, but when they start to swarm you, that's the, you know, that's the threat. So, applying that minion rule, if you're going for something like like an authentic 
quote unquote, like Dawn of the Dead zombie scenario where it's like, oh, there's a sea of zombies. Having each of those zombies have 30 HP is asinine. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're just yeah. you're just asking to bog down the combat. No, that's where it's just okay. I like like all right. Get let, let me let me see some let me see some attacks. All right, you you're cutting a swath through these zombies like you know as you're as you're like literally carving a path through them and like don't at that point don't worry about the HP you know and right and and there and there have been some scenarios. Where I'm like, all right, we're gonna half the HP of this monster just because, it, you know, this this fight did not uh, was not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. You know, like, oh, okay, this is kind of starting to sound uh, feel like a filler arc. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, 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 it's a total, it's a total valid point. And at the end, you can be like, it's obvious that these guys don't present a threat. And yeah, just be like, well, wave it away. You know, obviously with. A, a good storytelling moment but mm-hmm. you know make it make it make it make it pass by but i think i think another another thing you can do is have that pre like like you can like roll initiative but there's not actually combat like let's go back to that like ancient dragon thing like okay you see the dragon like flying around like over the top of the forest it's obviously scoping for something that's when you start playing the tense music yeah and stuff like that you roll for initiative it's not it hasn't found you guys yet but what are you guys going to do you know like like you can use your initiative round to either find cover or prepare an attack for if it does find you because it's going to be using like its um perception abilities to like scout you out or something like that and so what this also does this has the uh the extra the added bonus of establishing a threat because this thing you can just kind of as it's flying over you can kind of describe like like the power that this thing possesses like the presence and whatnot and it's just sort of you're you're kind of giving your players like an uh, like an out like okay this is your this you have one round or you know maybe two or three but you have one round to decide do you actually want to push this button <laughs> you know and like i'm like nope i'm gonna use my action i'm gonna dash out of there or i'm just gonna hide or something like that okay the dragon flies you know the dragon flies away blah blah, blah. you like you're not like it, it it didn't find you or something like that but if that one asshole's like, I'm gonna shoot it, and yeah. it's like, all <laughs> there's right, always one. Here we go. I hope you. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys invested in deck saves. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, you ain't getting too far with it with the dragon. No. Um, Andrew, I have a I have a, a, a question for you because mm-hmm. I read this online. How do you feel about just removing initiative completely? How so? So so there's this guy I call the angry DM. Okay, or GM. I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with his work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wrote an article, and he was talking about... Uh, they got to make combat uh, better and stuff like that. But one of the main uh, points that he went through was... Uh, and I can't remember right now the name of the RPG that he mentioned. But there's an RPG where there's no initiative order. That combat happens as part of the story. And it it is... It is told... There's not like, oh, roll for initiative. It's just like... You enter a room, and then it will be like telling a story, but with combat. You know what makes sense? What makes sense is going to happen first. The, the, the fast, the fast creature is going to attack first, or the 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 the, the slow gnome going to do first. You know what I mean? Hmm. And it's it's more of like a 
like a like a I can't think of the word not rotating um are those yours uh, like working that's yours oh uh, like like dictating that that like like dictating the what's happening um through the story without initiative just as you know I collaterally I I, I I can't think right now I'm hungry um <laughs> like everybody everybody's telling the story uh, together you know what I mean like it's not one, two, three, four, it's just like, oh, he's closer to him, so he's going to attack him, you know, then the players go, it's up to the DM to figure out who's going to go first, but there's no initiative. And it makes, apparently it makes the encounters feel more like, or the, the combat encounters feel more just like regular encounters. It doesn't break the game into the middle, because let's be honest, when combat happens in D&D, it, it does the, the swipe, yeah. and like, you know. It really, it, that, it really it, does, like, time starts to become divided, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not here, not here. It's just, it's just like, oh, walk into the room and do this type situation, you know, and then like, okay, well, you do that, and then the werewolf that was uh, crawling through the, through the attic heard you, and boom, he jumps down type situation. I would probably, I, I, I actually kind of like that idea, only to to a certain extent. I would probably do yeah, yeah. that. I would probably do that for like a single monster, like like a single werewolf or something like that. I don't know how how I would feel if it was like a pack of werewolves or something like that. Like that might be I mean I mean as much as we balk about how um, combat takes up a lot of time, like I I feel like that initiative does provide a good planning structure. structure. Yeah. yeah. Um however, I think I think something like that would be really interesting if it's if it's a situation where as long as you have players that don't metagame, if it's a situation where, like, okay, you had a player that went and scouted ahead, and and a guard spotted them, so now they have to like, so now they're fighting, and you know, and like, and it's it's like kind of like that weird silent battle that they're having because it's like because the rogue doesn't want the guard to trip the 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 alarm and stuff like that. So and and so you can kind of have like a. I wouldn't say initiative, but you kind of have like a like a sort of soft initiative where it's like, okay, what's the group doing? All right, oh well, we're going to be exploring because we have no idea that the rogue is fighting for his life. And then, meanwhile, okay, I'm going to roll to to attack. All right, the guard gets a good couple hits in. Okay, now you can counterattack, kind of a thing, you know. And then and 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 like have like like I said, like a soft initiative. Something like right. that would probably be very interesting. The one thing. The one thing I don't like, though, and I, I, I was actually kind of I was actually kind of proud that the group uh, hasn't done this a lot, but it's like, okay, roll for initiative, and then everyone's like, oh no, combat, and it, even even when like people that aren't even nowhere near close to combat are like, nope, I have to I have to get my combat skills ready. Like, no, 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 you're not even in the same room, right? You're right. you know, like you, and yeah. So so far they've been pretty good about that for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's and that would be a situation. Or if I do have to, like, like going back to that scenario I said before, I would roll initiative for the guard, the rogue, and then one person to represent the entirety of the group, you know? Yeah. So that way it'd be like, okay, while the group is doing this, the, the guard is getting his fucking neck stabbed in. <laughs> like, jugular spray. Just like, ah, it's in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Hepatitis. <laughs> Uh, so, so the game that he was talking about, actually, I, I found it. It's called Dungeon World. Dungeon World. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll read you a little bit of what he says about it. He says, if you haven't played or run Dungeon World by uh, Sage Latora and Adam Cobell. Oh, Adam Cobell. Uh, you really need to at least once. The game itself is pretty bug standard. Uh, blah, 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 I feel with the D classes and all the standard stuff. So that's standard setting. You know the type. 
But the game, but the game, it's brilliant study in how the RPGs and how RPGs are put together on the fundamental level. In fact, the core mechanic of every RPG that that every RPG just assumes players and GMs can handle, present a situation, player decides how to respond, resolve action, repeat, is firmly encoded in the game system, in a way that makes it completely impossible to fuck it up. Likewise, the basic rules of when to roll dice. Uh, when failure and success are both possibles and when the outcome will actually mean something are also hard-coded into the system. If you polish up the presentation of Dungeon World, you would have a perfect tool to teach new GMs how to run any RPG. I firmly believe that running a few sessions of Dungeon World will make you a better GM at whatever your go-to game happens to be. But what's most interesting um, but what's most interesting and what's missing from Dungeon World, the combat chapter. And that's the part I want to talk about. And then he goes on about the soft initiative that I was just talking about. Mm. Um, you know, uh, how do you generally run uh, combat? You know, you take a couple of turns, you have action economy, how often does the rule result attack, and we have the rules for handling injuries, blah, 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 the regular stuff, right? Uh, but what's interesting is by calling out combat in its own chapter and by spelling out those, uh, oh, this is talking about the how, like, it breaks it, it, whenever we we roll initiative, it, it really does break the rest of the of the of the game, and so it that's kinda, why I'm kind of interested. I kind of, uh, I'm sorry, not break it. Uh, it pauses the rest of the world because it does feel like it kind boom, of you know? it kind of ruins the immersion. I feel like yeah. when you say roll for initiative, it really does have that da, 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 mm-hmm. you know feeling where it's just like, all right, and then you hear like a little beep beep. Weep, as you're going through the menu <laughs> for your like abilities and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really does. It's sad to say. And, I, and don't get me wrong. I enjoy combat. I like combat. Like in D and D, it's fun still. But yeah, it do, it does do that, and we fall prey into that all the time, and it kind of sucks. And, um, and so and I mean, there can there can be moments where you just go, okay, we're gonna get out of initiative real quick because you know the guard that you were fighting up in the attic of this castle, like like he's running, he's running, and he's going to get like. He's going to go get help. So we're not going to, we're not going to wait. You know, we're not going to make everybody agonize as like, okay, the monk is going to do this. Like, no, okay, we're going to break into shit right. now. You know, like, and so, and right. and then you can kind of, you can kind of like quickly swap out the gears. You know, in terms of yeah. gameplay. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah, God, that really does touch on something where it's just like, like combat. Like all of a sudden, like, like the players like the player character's feet get like rooted into the ground and like they're mm-hmm. like just like right there and, ah, it, you know and that's why he talks about uh, he talks about a lot of stuff that I brought up like the whole like oh if there's like two monsters left you know just oh it's like if it's obvious that the encounter has gone with is one sided at that point just describe how they kill the last two monsters right away which brings us back even faster to the rest of the game to to the immersion of the game I mean that you know that, that can and even be, that can it, be something sorry no, no. As I was gonna say, even before starting the starting the the, the encounter, the whole like a uh, just something as simple as you're saying, like they're they are reaching for their weapons instead of they already grab their weapons, you mm-hmm. know, gives the idea to the players that they can be like, oh, there's a bunch of different things. We can, you know, try to hide. We can t- try to talk to them. We can, you know, I don't know. I can't think of right now. <laughs> I'm not that creative. But I but mean, it, go, it does it does give the players a chance to do something before we even roll for actual initiative. But I mean, when when it comes to like the obviously one sided fight thing, sometimes you want an obviously one sided fight to kind of like 
show the players how much they've progressed. But when, but you're right when it goes when it does come down to two zombies, it's like as a DM, you can kind of drop the veil and be like, okay, you yeah. guys are obviously going to win this fight. How right. do you, how do you guys want right. to slice and dice up these monsters? Right. Kind of a deal. And then like and then like the group can kind of come up with, oh, I'm gonna blast it with my fire bolts and then you know blah 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 and you know like and, and it's like okay cool <laughs> yeah 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 and, 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 and there's all the simple things other stuff like you know like if there's a group of I came with goblins if there's a group of goblins it's always goblins nap, <laughs> I know and they're taking a nap and you succeed at your dexterity save or dexterity check uh, for stealth you know and you're gonna kill them you kill them yeah I mean, it's, he makes it, it, he makes a good point about the fact that, and I'm talking about the angry DM, that combat, uh, not combat, um, attack rolls are for people who, or AC is for people that, is for encounter or for uh, creatures that are obviously have a chance to, uh, to to send up to one of your blows. If somebody's sleeping, you don't need to roll for an attack roll. They're sleeping, and they're dead. You know, you're slip. I don't care if you're an ogre, if you're sleeping and you manage to stick a knife down his throat and and then pull it to the side, it's dead. So he he mentions that like he's done it to his players a couple of times when he's like he just says like oh you kill all five goblins and the players are just kind of like wait what yeah because they they succeeded in their stealth check and it makes sense yeah you know and I follow, and I've done it earlier in my DM DMing career the career quote unquote uh, <laughs> my DMing life the. I've done that. That I, they do the still thing, and then they they you know they they roll, but they don't they don't kill it all. They don't do the the, the damage roll all the way, so that they the the goblin wakes up, and they, all the other goblins wakes up. It, it, and now looking back, I realized that I kind of like ruined the moment for those players because they tried really hard to get to the goblins silently and and kill them. Now now what you can do to sort of like kind of salvage that situation that you were just talking about, like maybe like yeah, you stab the goblin, but then the goblin's like. Eh! <laughs> like choking on his blood <laughs> and stuff like that, and right. then that wakes the other goblins up or something right. like that. And, and, and that could be like maybe maybe the check was seventeen and they roll a sixteen, so that's what happens. Yeah, exactly. But it kind of that actually. Okay, I know I talked about Sekiro a lot, but here we go. Um, but that but no, that actually because because for anyone that's unfamiliar, Sekiro is like a combat game, but also has a really strong stealth element. And the funny thing about it is, is that, like, if you stealth up to an enemy, it does not matter how strong they are in actual combat. If you stealth up to an enemy and and manage to hit them without them seeing you, they're fucking dead. Like, like, hmm. like if you if you go toe to toe with one enemy, it might be a long, drawn out, like 12 minute battle. But if you if you go up to that same enemy and you go around and you say other eyesight and you attack them, they're dead. So, I mean, huh. yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so that that just it makes a lot of sense that like yeah why wouldn't a rogue who has like a, it's that that would be something that's just like did you yeah like you said you made your stealth check yeah they're dead fuck it <laughs> like why not right. you're you're a rogue and plus that make that makes the players feel like more capable you know yeah. like oh crap yeah. I did that I single handedly right. took out like like a squad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, st- you stab the goblin as it's like as it's like slowly reaching for like like a like a portrait of its family. Like, 
<laughs> it's like a goblet wife and a little goblet son on its knee, and it's like it's like that weird like Victorian era picture yeah. where like where like they're grim looking and they're just kind of facing the camera. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? What have I? Done? <laughs> That's right to never kill me. That's right to never kill me. I know my character's chaotic neutral, but I'm actually lawful good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Oh man! I'm gonna, man. I'm gonna take care of your family. <laughs> uh, and then you adopt a goblin family. <laughs> you said I'm ten percent of all your gainings. <laughs> it's just, it's just anonymous. Just like, just like, just like the little goblin's like, "Mommy, where does this gold come from?" <laughs> And, and, and he's just like, and and, and the goblin's like, oh, I don't know. Hopefully, your dad's coming home soon. Oh God! <laughs> Can't wait to tell about all this gold we've been getting. Oh, oh my sheets! No. <laughs> Jesus, that turns so dark so quick. Anyways, that, that's a good way to make combat in the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel just because of time. Uh, I feel like we 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 touched on a lot of things that can make combat interesting because at the end of the day, we're human and sometimes one of the sessions that we run, we're just tired, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and we fall into the hole of like, okay, you guys hit, okay, he's dead, okay, we move right. on to the next. And 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 I, and and I feel like the mechanics of five e, like, if you if if you like strip the narrative, the mechanics of five e are very. All right, <laughs> you know, like it's very yeah. okay. You hit, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. So, uh, yes, different ways to make combat interesting. Use your surroundings. Give the players a chance to even just skip combat altogether. It, it makes it could make for a memorable moment by like killing all the goblins. Like to sit on a stealth check, you know, or by um, role playing it really well. No, by role playing it really well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, stagger your enemies. Don't show them all at once. You know, one of them might be in the bathroom. Yeah. Flush. Yeah, that's it from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, exactly. All the dead <laughs> goblins. And you just hear a toilet flushing, and just a goblin walks out with an Uzi <laughs> for some fucking reason. <laughs> But, but I mean, but I mean, and, and like, and another thing, before before we, um, because I think I know what you're gonna talk about next. But like, wait, wait, hold on, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin just joined us. Yes, Kevin, you missed a lot. It's it's okay. We uh we are streaming our surprise episode a little a little late because this weekend was a little busy for me, so we weren't able to. Um, but don't worry, it will go up just like usual. But thank you for 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 joining us. We haven't talked about uh. Session highlights, so that's gonna be a fun one. Anyways, yeah, I, finish I, your finish, finish your thought. I feel like that's what you're gonna talk about. But like another yeah. thing is like, um, we talked a lot about uh, like play <coughs> player effects on monsters, but I think one thing we should also talk about like the size difference of monsters versus the players, because yeah. because like oh yeah, because like one one thing that always bothered me is like. Okay, I know I use dragons a lot. Well, you know, well, fuck it. We'll talk about giants. Okay, so, but it just it doesn't make sense to me that like a giant will swing a club, hit a gnome 
a wizard, and that gnome wizard stays exactly where it yep. was when it got hit. You know, mm-hmm. like like a fucking weeble wobble. <laughs> like like no, yep. I'm sorry if you're if you're a little like three foot two inch, like probably forty pounds soaking wet gnome wizard, and you get hit by by a stone giant club, your your ass is going like fucking Team Rocket. You know, <laughs> yeah, and, like... and, and and it's not just only that. Like, make sure to that the players are aware of how big an ogre an ogre is. Versus a dwarf, for example, and I have a perfect uh, example for this one, is, and it doesn't have to be like like you say like a mechanical thing or it gets pushed back or anything like that, but like add more flavor to it. And like one time, one of my players, uh, all my players were attacking an ogre, and something led to the fact that like the dwarves, <laughs> the dwarf went to rescue somebody that was being held by the ogre, so they make it there to rescue him, but then the person that the ogre was holding slashes the ogre belly, killing it. Right, mm-hmm. and then jumps off, and I described it as like this belly opened, and <laughs> all of the guts, hot guts from inside the ogre falls on the dwarves that were trying to rescue this other person, <laughs> and the ogre falls on top of him, but the the dwarf is so tiny that his crutch just pff, misses it, <laughs> and he's just standing there after all the dust settles, and he's just covered in. All kinds of gross shit from blood and viscera, yeah. just. Uh. But I mean, like, little things like that, yeah. But I mean, like, if you even want to take it a step further, like, okay, the stone giant whacks the wizard. Not only is he going to be taking like, was it like two d twelve bludgeoning from the, but okay, and then and then what's the trajectory of the wizard? Right. Oh, it hits a tree, boom! That's another two d six fall yeah. damage because you know, yeah. like, like we. We talked about it off air, but I'm like, I want to introduce launching rules to five <laughs> E because I mean, it just well, it, it just doesn't make it makes, sense. It makes total yeah, right, right. It makes total sense for that to be a thing, like you just said, like a fucking giant hits a gnome. Yeah, that, he's hitting a soccer ball. Yeah, yeah. If that if that, if that giant hits the gnome, and all of a sudden it's just like if I would be more scared of the giant <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if the gnome just fucking tanks it and like no cells to hit, you know? Yeah, they, they, what we talked about earlier, the giant's like, fuck, I can't, I can't win this fight. I'm done. Mm-mm. Sorry guys, nah, there's, there's <laughs> don't ob- pay there's, me enough for this. Shit. There's obviously something up to this. <laughs> like, this is a polymorph silver I'm, dragon uh, or something. Uh, uh, I'm a giant. I'm not scared of many things. <laughs> But that thing, that thing scares me. That thing <laughs> it's just like, no, <laughs> yeah, just a little tiny gnome. <laughs> but like, but like, it, but then, but then it's like, oh well, Andrew, that's not fair. You can't be doing that to your players. Um, no, because there are certain <laughs> classes that could do that too. The big, right. the biggest one is the way of the open hand monk, where mm-hmm. one of the attacks launches the opponent fifteen feet. So it's like, okay. And obviously, if it's in, like, a grass plains, okay, you'll launch the opponent 15 feet, there's no damage. But if it's, like, in a bar setting, like, there's tables, there's chairs, there's the actual bar itself, like, like that dude's gonna go flying, he's gonna be taking a lot more extra bludgeoning damage, because all of a sudden he's gonna be clearing out a lot of the room. Right, and, and also think about it, just because of, just, just that simple attack and that description of what the character is hitting, it gives so much more body to the setting, to where yeah. you're standing, you and, know, it's not just an upper floor plan. Yeah, it, it it lets it lets your players like feel better about their ability. It lets their players be aware, more aware of their surroundings. So you're like, hey, wait a minute, if I use this setting, or if you know, depending on the setting, this move can really pay off. 
you know and plus yeah. and also it makes it makes combat a lot cooler because like okay it's one thing to hit a guy but it's another thing to like to like shaolin kick a guy through a bar window and he takes an extra slashing damage because because <laughs> the, the glass, glass broke yeah the glass got him on the way out like that you know it's like and, the numb is that big and the pixel of glass is almost the size of him <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, I mean, are you okay there Oren? yeah i'm good <laughs> i'm all right <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's just it's just little things. It's like, uh, and I mean, and really, is that extra d six of bludgeoning from fall damage or that extra yeah. d six of slashing damage? Is that really going to make that much of a difference? If it's like you know, if for a wizard. Oh well, I'm, no, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about like I'm talking like like if it's if it's like player versus the monsters and the players are the ones doing the extra. Oh, okay. Like, is that right. really going to make that much of a difference if you know for a fact they're going to win this fight? If it's like the first fight, except if it's Avernus. If it's like the first fight in a campaign, like... like <laughs> Not an Avernus. Yeah, like I said, unless it's Avernus. Uh, bad example. But if it's like the first fight in a campaign, like, okay, we kind of know we're going to win this fight. So let's kind of show off what we can do. Right. Out the window you go, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, it's just, you yeah. know, it, it's just, it pretty much what it boils down to is, like I said, as a DM, stop, think about it. And you're like, yeah, okay, what would naturally happen from this hap, you know, from this or, attack? Or, or naturally, you know? Yeah, well, you know, well, I mean, Be- well, Vesemir maybe coming up, rushing through the stairs and push a hack out the window. Well, you know, but. <laughs> And then, and then you're like, you guys got three fucking rounds. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> a three-story high window survived that shit. And you, while had, they... you can fly. Why are you fucking... <laughs> I my players were like... my my Well, not my players. The rest of the party was like, you have wings. You don't have to fall with a, with nope, a hag. And nope, I'm like, I no. Want, no. I put my knee on her face. And I just... <laughs> no, I want to build up the speed. I want to... <laughs> I want to feel uh, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they were taking too long with the other hack, and I'm like, "You guys have three rounds. I'm making up." Three. All right, that's it. We're doing. We're doing this again. Here comes the pain train, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but that made that made it so much more fun, and people remember that shit. You know? Yeah. But you had, you had fucking you had a, a lizard folk out the window flying and got shut with like. Uh, ice rate or whatever. Oh, yeah, I, just, I can take I it. Can take it. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> but I mean, it's just you, it, you kind of have to remember the rule of cool kind of works both ways, you know? Yeah. Because I yeah. think personally, if it were me, if I was the one, if I was the one in the party that's fighting a huge monster and I see it whack the fucking like spellcaster <laughs> away, I'd be like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just like just like a fly, just <laughs> and I only see the spellcasters like in the horizon. <laughs> that would make the fight much more memorable than much more memorable than just a big old sack of hit points that you know yeah. does bludgeoning yeah. damage back to you. Exactly. You know, and then so. once they kill the giant, <laughs> the spellcaster. What did I miss? <laughs> He has, a, he has the pain. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, shit. I can't be doing that anymore. I can't fucking... <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Pull, yes. Pulls out I a just... little like, inhaler. <laughs> just give me a sec. I just need to... I'm good. Just, I'm not heavy breathing. Just, you guys keep talking. Yeah, I'm just... I'm just... I'm trying to... <laughs> he's, try, he's trying really hard not to sound like he's struggling. <laughs> yeah. He's like... He's like... So, guys, how was that fight? 
ever did a single day of like physical training. Oh man, that was <laughs> a bad bad. day for cardio man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay 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 so we talked about how to make how we think making a combat more interesting which should be a bunch of different ways um we've already been talking for an hour about that but andrew let's move to the segment that we have forgotten about for the past two sessions i mean two two episodes Sorry, I'm yawning. Uh, mm. Session highlights! Oh, the, oh, oh, I thought we were going to talk about the news. Okay. <laughs> no, not news. There is no news. Kind of. Fake news. I mean, they might they might be doing away with alignment in Candlekeep Mysteries, I've heard. Isn't that true? No, the, I haven't seen... Or maybe... I, I, I heard they might be doing away with alignment, like, for monsters. Oh. That's just what I heard. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> session highlights. Anyways, all right. Session highlights. So, my session. I, don't say anything yet. My session highlight can be described with two words: infernal camel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So, so. Oh my god. Armando, if you're listening, thanks, man. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so we're in Avernus, we're in hell, and we reached an area that has like fire tornadoes, like actual fucking fire <laughs> tornadoes, and the rest of us are like, okay, well we're we're in our little air glider thing, we'll just go through it with that, and Armando's like, nope, I'm going to use the spell Find Steed, and he says it. The thing that got me off guard was just how like matter of fact he says it. He says, I'm going to cast Find Steed, and I'm going to get myself an infernal camel, and I'm just like, <laughs> fucking what? It just, just infernal, infernal camel. I mean, I, I remember I was like, oh, okay, you, because I was already thinking of the token of when when homeboy used to summon the the horse, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just pull that, and I have to like do a double take, like, wait, what? A camel? <laughs> so it just, it just made me think of like a camel, but it's like black, and there's like red crackling, like magma around it. Yeah, that's exactly how you imagine it. Too, yeah. <laughs> And it's, it's just, like an angry cow. It's, it's, it's the fact that he he had obviously he read the entire spell description, so good on him for doing that. And he's like, nope, infernal camel. That's what we're going for. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a desert. It's infernal. And and you kind of you kind of like not really implied, but he sort of assumed based off the encounters that like infernal creatures are either immune or resistant to fire. So he's like, I got this in the bag. (laughs) And so, and so we set out, we, he's, he's like, he's like, Hey, you guys want to race? And so, and so we set out and a fire tornado hits him and his camel's fucking dead. (laughs) Just like, just like like, triple the damage. Just like galloping through the fire tornado. He comes out the other side and he's like riding a roasted turkey. (laughs) Like it's just, and then he he just stands up and he's like, "Man, that didn't go as planned." And so he said, "And we're and we're like we're like on the horizon by that time." Yeah. So he just has to walk the rest of the way like around these fire tornadoes and stuff. And it's so and it's so funny. The the thing that the thing that's really funny to me about it 
was how serious he was about the entire <laughs> thing. Like he had thought it through, he had a plan, and his and his character is like this edgy, like try hard dark <laughs> character. And he just 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 gets just gets wiped out by a flaming tornado. We're just like, huh that's we're like right away into the sunset. What oh, what what, what kills me what kills me is the fact that I, okay, so it, this is these are the rules. Pull, pulling back the current, mm-hmm. it was if you were in a war machine, all you had to do was like a perception check, very low or whatever, and then if you pass it, you make it all the way through, no problem. You know, the, the sand glider is technically a war machine. Yeah. Uh, if you were on foot, you had to make like seven dexterity checks or something to avoid the. So when he said that he was not going to go on the sand glider, I'm like, oh, no. Mm, oh, you're, no. You're going to make me do this, aren't you? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I just made him do one because I knew he was going to fail. He's a fucking camel. I guess I guess he didn't read the part that said that it, it, it retains all the... um. The, the statistics. All the, all the stats of a camel. Yeah, they could be fiend or whatever, but but it's still just statistics of a camel. It's and camels the, are not immune to, it's, to fire. It's the fact that it's it's so weird because he's like, in in any other like actual setting, this would make sense. It's a desert. Yeah. Camels are very yeah. proficient at crossing the desert. And, and and they're very fast. Yeah, they're 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 very fast. I'm that was actually something where like wait. I, Camel has a minus to a deck score in this game. Like that's that's weird. Anyways, yeah. And it's like okay, I'm gonna make a double camel because that's gonna be the perfect thing to traverse it. And and he should be right by all accounts. He should have been okay, but the stats just weren't with him on that one. And it's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh man, Armando, I give you credit, dude, for 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 like <laughs> thinking outside the box. But it's like. Hey, I made it into a highlight, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we we've all we've all had our moment where we had to eat shit. <laughs> so yeah, mine was the very start of this campaign. So <laughs> <laughs> my session highlight was, and I don't think we've talked about this yet, was at the beginning of not last session or the session before that, but the one before that. Where you guys are like, oh, let's go. You're in the overworld map, mm-hmm. and there's like a picture of like a, de- a, a devil, a really big devil. No, but let's go to this devil and see what's up over here. Because I gave you guys control of the token of the map token mm-hmm. for the first and last time. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm gonna take this away now. <laughs> I was like, you guys can move the token, and wherever you go, that's where you guys are gonna go. And you guys were like, let's go. There's this big devil here. <laughs> what's gonna be like? And then like you guys like moved it back. And, no, 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 no. You're going to go to this devil now. <laughs> what did I say? He, <laughs> yeah. And here I am. I'm setting up, because I wasn't ready for this encounter. I'm setting up, like, a basic, like, platoon encounter. I was like, okay. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I know exactly you know? which one you're talking about. Okay. And uh, here you go. This is It's going to be at least at least a decent, half-decent fight. Right? I guess like, it's not that bad. The group is going on a sand glider towards this. What they see as a really big devil with wings. Kind of like... Uh, like, 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 marching be- behind a row of like, I think it was like six bearded devils. It was like, right? it, it was like a rank and smaller. file kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, a, like smaller ones. Yeah. Right? And from afar, they don't know, they don't know what's happening, but you know, they see the enemies and they're gonna go for it. And Quintessa is like, okay, guys, I'm just gonna rush it and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna drift. <laughs> and you guys can like, do your thing. <laughs> 
So you guys, and I'm like, yes, that's true. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's not going to be a surprise round. They're going to see it coming. Roll for initiative. Quintessence goes first. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And so she goes to her, turns uh, or drifts with the sand glider. And all you see is um, Andrew's Karpak, uh, Andrew's character, Karpak, just like launches himself from the back of the sand glider with his fucking uh, halberd. And like fucking slashes this guy and the bigger one, like that nice little, I don't know, it was like 25 hit points. And then the fighter, the samurai does the same thing and gets a good hit in there. Even the wizard, like, <laughs> like Gatling gun spells at it. Anyways, in less than a round, they pretty much take down the, take down the, the big guy. Mm-hmm. What happens here, however, is the fact that I'm like, okay, this is not going my way, so I'm going to make him feel about about it. Yeah, that, that, that was, we were so innocent. <laughs> During that particular round, we aged so quickly. <laughs> they're, all, they're all fighting this thing, and before he even gets his first hit, they kill him. And I describe it as he goes down onto one knee, and then he just says, "I was just one day away from retirement," <laughs> and dies and, in front of you. And they're all like, "Oh wow, really, Jose? Wow." <laughs> But then the bitter levels are uh, the bitter devils are left over, and the wizard's like, "I'm gonna cast," which I didn't even know that spell. What was it? It's like a shining light or whatever the fuck? Oh, it was like it, made, was, it was like it was like radiant gas or something like that. Hold on, I'll look it up while you're. It made it made like a dome that everything inside of it had to like made make a Constitution saving throw or like this acid damage starts like you know they start taking the acid damage something like that. So he does that. <clears throat> And the bitter devils, as they see their leader go down, freak the fuck out. Like, ah! They start running all over the place. <laughs> and I essentially describe it as they were just, like, training their first day in their army, in their blood, the blood war army. And, like, Andrew kills one of them. I'm like, when you kill this one, <laughs> you see in their hand a small locket <laughs> with the shape of a heart okay. when you open it. <laughs> There's like there's like a female bearded devil inside. <laughs> yeah, female. Uh, it's it's sickening radiance, by the way. Sickening radiance. And it's and, like and while, while while all this is happening, Quintessence is going in the fucking uh in the in the the perimeter of this of this dome of of acid, with 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 fucking with with Orin, and Orin's just doing more spells or whatever. And like one devil tries to fly out, and and Quintessence is like. Oh, oh no! What was it? It tries to fly out, and then I think Crad uh, uh, shoots it down, hits it, ki- almost kills it, and makes it like fall on the floor. It rolls in front of the sand glider as it's coming, and Quintessence <laughs> is like, "Should I stop?" And I'm like, "Do you want to stop?" And they're like, "No!" And <laughs> they just kill that guy. It's just complete mayhem, scream, agony, pain. It's essentially like mustard gas inside of this I, it, dome. That's so, what I'm describing so, it as. So it was like it was like in my mind because I, I want you I want you to understand it from a player's <laughs> perspective. So in my mind, like like quintessence just like pulls the e brake on the on the sand glider and we get launched off and you hear like the like the music like start playing as we like start like slashing into this guy like yeah we're gonna start fighting and then and then Orin's like I'm gonna cast sickening radiance and then the music just stops and it's just like all you hear is like ee, and like and like all the devils are like 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 looking around like like they're melting from the spell and stuff like that and one of them like I remember one comes out to my character and he's like, oh god, I don't want to die! 
I'm like, I'm too young to die. And I'm just like, oh my God. Oh my God. I describe it as her skin is like falling off. And like one of them is like, oh my God, Billy died. It was his first day of training. Yeah, and, one like, and one's like, whole, like cradling the other one's like, don't you leave me. Don't you leave me. And one of them was like, I, I described it. It was trying to dig through the sand so he could breathe, yeah. like filter out the acid. I very hand was like sticking out with like the locket. <laughs> I very distinctly the one that comes up to me and just starts begging like like give this to my wife. <laughs> like, I'm just like oh oh know, my like, fucking god it. what have we done? <laughs> and the the reaction of the players was priceless because you guys were like yeah it's fun <laughs> and like halfway through I turned off the fighting music and it was just silence and you guys were just like. Oh no! <laughs> that, that really, that like afterwards we were like, all right, we're never talking about this again. <laughs> and the best part, the best part is that they were they had to go to Bell's Forge, and the guy that they killed worked for Bell. <laughs> yeah, and when and they like, get there, it's like, like when they get there, they're like, oh yeah, we have this. Ret- I don't know what the question was, but like essentially the information came out that like. <laughs> Oh, we, we had this retirement party for one of our uh, commanders that's about to retire, but he never came back from training. <laughs> There's cake in the break room. He <laughs> <laughs> kept coming up, like, naturally. <laughs> and you guys would just, like, get really tense. Like, don't say anything. <laughs> and it's, like, and it's funny because, like, Crad was the only one that was, like, whatever, fuck devils. And we're, yeah. just, like, and we're just, like, man, they were just doing their job. <laughs> They were just training. <laughs> and that really was like a moment where like, what what happened? <laughs> Are we the baddies? Like, it really was. You described it perfectly as like the white phosphorus scene from Spec Ops, the line where it's like, the no, line. no, we, we're, the, we're the villains now. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we just... I never felt... I never felt so proud as at the end that's, that's, when it ripped when it ripped the the, the joy of your faces. It's like the stuff you do have consequences. It's so, it's so, just because they're devils doesn't mean they don't feel just, or that or like they wouldn't beg for their lives and stuff. Yeah. I just hey, look at that. Make combat interesting. I mean. It, this is true. It's it was definitely out of all of the combat I've had with my new character so far. It's the most memorable one because yeah, because you, your character's like a nice guy, and he was like, "What have we done?" Jesus Christ! <laughs> Meanwhile, the the Oathbreaker pilot's like, "Yeah, fuck these guys," <laughs> and, and I'm over like retching in the corner, like. Bleh. <laughs> It's just like this fucking was, melting devil like right was, in front of me. It was a mess. It was so good. Oh, that's also a highlight. <laughs> Everyone to watch the encounter on our stronger. I remember I remember like I disengaged from combat. It's like I'm gonna spend the yeah, rest of my my turn throwing up. <laughs> and as you were doing that, like one of the I think one of the devils like flew out past Crad and Crad is just like yeah, he's, he's just like killing all these devils as they're coming out. I'm like, stop it! Stop it! This isn't a fight, this is murder! Yeah! It turns so. What I love is that it, it wasn't. Like, right now we're like joking about it and shit, but like during the encounter, it got so quiet. It got really tense for a second. And there were. And like, there was like a lot of people. Like, there, there was a good amount of people being like, we should probably stop. 
<laughs> but then Clyde like, was the only one having a good time. <laughs> but then like, but then like. By the way, this beer is terrible. Is it really? I'm yeah, sorry. I did not like it at all. Yeah, that was. Somebody out there might, but I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. Kevin says devils have feelings too, lols. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, there was a retirement party. They never came back though. It, I, I I remember the retirement party was like it got like like sort of jury rigged into a promotion party for a promotion party. That's right. For, for the devil that the other devil that helped you guys. Yeah. So so it was like happy retirement but gets scratched out. It's like promotion written <laughs> underneath. Happy promotion. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin, I know you're about to run this. Just remember, and I think you you know what I'm talking about in the book. That one section, that one paragraph that says, you know, and I can't say it out loud because my players are probably going to listen to this, but do it. And, and stuff like this really drives the point that you are in hell. And things that you do for as good as in, in a regular campaign would be, oh, you kill a bunch of devils, so cool. Make them feel bad about it. It's like the best thing. <laughs> it's what Avernus really is for, to make you feel bad. I mean, there there were a lot of moments where, like, my character was, like, like kind of moody after a certain situation. But this was the only time where I was, I was in sync with my character in terms of, like, I'm not talking about this ever again. Like, <laughs> like this is a badge of shame for me. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, is there has there been is there any I know there's been it's been a while since we talked about um, session highlights. Is there been another one? Mm, not that I can think of. Oh, did we talk about Lulu's parish? Oh, no, no, dude, we that one that one took me by surprise because I was I just I didn't do the math. Kevin says, I'm not sure I remember that paragraph or I can't think of it at the moment. If you have time, message me please later about it. I will, I will send it. I know exactly where it says. It's, it's towards the beginning. I'll send it to you. Um, it's, it's very small. Um, so the, the Lulu thing, the Lulu thing, man, it was like you guys were doing. Maybe we did talk about it. The diving test. I don't we think talk about we, it? I really don't think we did. I don't, I, I don't feel like we did. Okay, so. Uh, and one of the parts, uh, this devil kind of like, hey, I'm, I'm, uh, this, I'm, I'm working on this diving belt. I need some test, some some test subjects. It's like a mini game type thing, but then it turns into a battle eventually. And it's pretty standard, you know. The the one of the players saves the other ones from the diving belt, so they all start fighting. Whatever the fight is going really well, until at one point, one of the creatures that they were fighting takes a bite off of Lulu. And Lulu fucking dies. And it's not like, oh, she took one minus one health. No, she took her full health twice of damage. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't do anything like about this. And, like, it's kind of late. Nobody had a diamond or anything. And not necessarily a highlight, but, like, I never seen my player so fucking sad. Even Quintessence, Heather, uh, was like, you always do this to us. <laughs> you make us fall in love with a creature and then kill it. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it this time. <laughs> this wasn't intentional. <laughs> no, no. I got the math wrong. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway, so for, for the past, like, three or so sessions, they've gone without her. They're lively and ever so happy companion, Lulu. And and, and it's so funny because, like, 
the start of the next session, we're like, okay, we're going to gather up her remains and we're going to resurrect her. And you're like, nope, she disappears in a blinding flash of light. And we're like, no! (laughs) (laughs) She fades into a bunch of fireflies. God damn it, it's beautiful! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's it's been... I've had a blast at (laughs) Inavarna's... I don't know how I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> last session, last session you missed it, Andrew. But it was it was it was essentially just two big encounters, really. So you didn't really miss too much like development when it came to that. Okay. They finally made it to the they finally made it to the scab, uh, Kevin, um, which I described it as a scab, like an actual literal like blood bloody scab. I can't believe there's a location in Avernus called the Scab. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not called like the Abscess or the no, Wound. No, no, no. The it's scab. the Scab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. there is. Why? Why wouldn't there be? Uh, do you have any news? Anything you want to share? Uh no. I don't have any news that I know of. Was there? Wait. Was there news? The only thing that I saw recently was I haven't kept up because I got a new job. I don't work. At, I don't work at cool stuff anymore, so I don't got the the insider information. Mm. But which I never did. But <laughs> I was always late for the news. <laughs> but the latest one was the, the latest one was just the 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 the, the fairies and the, the 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 bunnies and all that stuff. I don't think there's oh, been anything yeah. new. Yeah. Oh, there was a survey if, about those classes if anybody's played them. No. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, but yeah. Uh, Oh, if you're in Florida, uh, you can pre-register for your vaccine starting April 5th if you're 18 and over. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Actually, I'm sorry. You can pre-register right now. <gasps> I'm doing that right yeah. now. Uh, it's, uh, it's Florida... My, no, myvaccine.fl.gov <clears throat> if you're in Florida. If you're not, I don't know. I barely, I barely knew about this one, so... Um, but yeah, I think that's all for this episode, Andrew. Unless you have anything else you want to... You want to say? Oh uh, no, I don't have anything else. I think I think that pretty much wraps it up in a nice little bow. Yes. Uh, making combat want... fun. Okay, so we finally actually started planning our episodes instead of being like, "All right, we're uh, gonna record." What are we gonna talk about? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you kind of wanna do? You, do you kind of wanna give a little preview of what we might be talking sure. about next? Why not? Uh, here we have we actually we feel so productive we have a we have spreadsheets (laughs) (laughs) so uh after this episode uh we're gonna talk about giants yeah and then after that we have one about beholders and then after that episode 42 home brews in parentheses not beer yeah well hmm. (laughs) oh for that one for that one we have to get a beer kit so that way it'd be like, oh, what's your beer today? It's mine. <laughs> no. Oh, we're not going to do that. Well, fine. I'm going to do that. <laughs> after, after, the, after the one for homebrew, we're going to talk about factions and cults of the Forgotten Realms. And then after that, we're going to talk about large-scale f- format combat. L- Large-scale large format. <laughs> combat. <Gone>. 72. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then the last one we have planned is a day in the life of a one eighth CR commoner. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> or 
it's yeah. like, and they they just wake up and they're going about their business and they're just like on the rooftop like ah oh, ting 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 and just like god, god damn adventurers <laughs> raising the price <laughs> or like raising the uh, the roofing uh, company's making a killing but it's killing me <laughs> raising the price of real estate. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be a fun talk. If you if you guys have any any ideas for episodes that you want to listen to us <laughs> ramble about, uh, send us a message, in. man. Yeah, exactly. If 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 you have any idea about what you want us to talk about, or if you want some input on what we are going to be talking about, go ahead. Like send yeah. us send us yeah. something. Or if you or if you just want to tell us that you hate our voices, you can do that too. I mean, I do, so it's wow. fine. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, my voice. So. Oh, okay. Because my voice is beautiful and soothing, isn't it, Andrew? <laughs> no. The CR, wow. CR 18th commoner. I should have invested in a rope. Every adventurer has 50 feet of rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for reals. Be making a killing uh, off a rope. <laughs> yes, so we actually have plans for the future, you know? Another reason not to kill myself. Look at. Wow! <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> You're talking about me getting dark. <laughs> <laughs> Your reaction was great. Just uh, like, gee, like, that's something that's like I wasn't I I that's in line of what you normally say. I didn't expect you to say it on air. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just to clarify, I don't normally say that. Okay, I'm not. I don't. No, I'm good. Uh, you text but, me every night. See you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, suicide is not a joke, guys. Uh, no, if you ever not. have a friend who is showing signs, you know, talk to them, reach out. Why the um, fuck? Wait, how did we? I'm an asshole, okay? I just wanted to say something nice. I didn't want to leave it at that. That's all. Remember, mental health is not your fault, but it is your responsibility. So True. Yeah. Um, yeah, but with a, with a nice PSA, we're going to leave you guys. I hope you had a good time. Thank you, Kevin, for joining again. Uh, sad that you were only here towards the last of it. Um, but you can probably listen to the whole thing tomorrow. Uh, or after we're done with this, you can just rewind because we live in the future. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, but everybody that listened to us, thank you so much again for lending us your ears. Make sure to give us a follow, a like, and if you want to be notified of when we go live, uh, click that bell on Facebook and Twitch. Um, they and both us- have it. It's not, it's not just YouTube. And let us know. How do you like it? How do you not like it? Are you disappointed yeah. in us? Why? Why? And if, yeah. Why? <laughs> uh, we, we know you're disappointed. We want to know why. <laughs> yeah. I want some we feedback. Want... <laughs> Constructive we... criticism. <laughs> we, had, we, we have to. Yeah, we, we have to. We want to be better. We promise. <laughs> uh, but, but in all seriousness, I hope you, had, you guys had a good time. And remember, we're not going to have a D&D stream this weekend. I mean, this week, tomorrow. Uh, instead, you're going to get uh, uh, just a couple highlights from me. Um, because life gets in the way. But we'll be back next week on Twitch. Just just imagine it's... And Facebook. Just imagine it's an episode where all of the characters are, like, trapped in the freezer. And they're, like, reminiscing about, hey, yeah. remember that time we committed war crimes? It's a filler episode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the flashback uh, episode. Yeah. Hey, the characters rem- get, to know each other, get to know each other a little bit better. <laughs> remember that time we all died in the first combat and Carbox like, I actually wasn't there, so no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. So... Again, thank you so much. And you guys have a wonderful night, a wonderful rest of your weekend. And remember, if you're in Florida, you can start vaccinated on April 5th. Yeah, get vaccinated. Yeah. Get in line. And we, re- 
You can pre-register right now at myvaccine.florida.gov. I know I am. I'm doing that actually right now, like legitimately right now as we're talking. <laughs> there you go. So. And with that, we're going to leave you guys. You'll have wonderful rest of your week. Keep on gaming. Bye. Okay, bye.